Support for this episode comes from PCG Digital. It is anywhere from difficult to impossible to manage every aspect of the changing digital landscape. Rather than trying to do it yourself, why not leave it to an award-winning team of digital marketing specialists who have mastered it all? Connect your message with more potential customers with PCG Digital. Go to pcgdigital.com for more information. For many of us in business, we've probably taken a personality test. You know, Myers-Briggs, there's a few others. Um, And we've been assigned a title or a designation as to our personality. These designations are supposed to help you understand how you move through the world and how to interact with other individuals based on their profile. The problem with these tests, I never found a very easy way to understand how to leverage this information in a way that made sense to me. So I pivoted it to a different way of focusing on these four personality types. I look at it as communication styles, how I receive communication, how I prefer to communicate, and then understanding how other people fall maybe into a different personality or communication profile. It allowed me to understand why we were not connecting, how to better connect so that my team can be more successful. So let's dive in today and let me share you my focus and my thoughts on these four communication profiles to help you generate better results with your team because now you're connecting, they understand what you're looking for, and you're not getting frustrated anymore. So let's dive into today's episode. Okay, so personality types. Um, As I said, the Myers-Briggs, very well known. I just got very frustrated with these personality types because I didn't know how they were useful. So what I developed or transitioned these personality types into what I call communication profiles, they they became much better for me to understand my team, but more importantly, it was easier for my team to understand why they were getting frustrated with certain individuals. Once they understood how they communicated or received communication, that meant, well, maybe I have to adapt a little bit for that other individual. All of a sudden, communication got better, results were better, and our performance overall, culture, everything was uh, elevated because the frustration was taken away. And it's worked for me over the last 10, 15 years as I've shared this with other teams that I've run, businesses I've consulted for. Um, It's been very easy for me to make sense of this and I hope it works for you. So let's dive right in. Four communication profiles. Number one, I call it the dominator. These are usually type A personalities. A lot of times leaders are in this position. The dominator is the type of person that time is so important to them. Cut to the chase. Give me the facts. I don't need fluff. I don't want to hear reasons why we didn't win or lose. I want you to handle that because I trust you. And that's key. A lot of times people misinterpret the dominator being so focused and so strict but they trust you to do your job. They don't need to micromanage you. That's why you're in your position. That's why they're in their position. 
So let me give you two examples of a dominator. So hopefully it'll connect. Let's say your boss asked you for a report on a certain topic and you spent time developing this 15 page beautiful report with graphs and pictures and summaries. And it was awesome. But when you gave it to them, all they did was flip to the end, looked at what the basically the premise was or the results were that said, yes, we did X, Y, and Z, closed the report and said, thank you. And you're sitting there going, yeah, but you didn't talk about the report. All you cared about was the end result. That's a dominator. They may read it later on, but right now for their decision-making process, they just need that information so they can go do what they need to do. Now, if you're in a sales position, maybe you have a customer that says to you, I need your best price. I don't want to negotiate, right? Those are the people that they want to control. And that's really the key with a dominator. They want to keep control and be in control of the situation. They do not want you to distract them. You do not want to waste their time. The key is I need your best price. I need to know when this is delivered. I need you to do X. And it's really important for the dominator to be in control. So I know you're sitting here thinking, well, Glenn, how do I deal with a dominator if I'm not a dominator? I don't understand that. That frustrates me. I want to explain. Well, that's because you're probably a different communication profile. And we'll talk about that in a moment. The way you deal with dominators are very simple. One, you acknowledge what they just asked you to do. Understand how important it is. Explain to them that you will accomplish this. If you don't have the information, for example, the person says, well, I want the exact price right now. You may have it, give it to them. If you don't have it, just say, I understand that what you're looking for, sir or ma'am, is the best price and I understand why it's very important. Let me go get it for you, I will be right back. Notice they're still in control. They're getting what they want, but you didn't argue with them and try to spin and say, well, yeah, I understand what you're looking for, but let me tell you how great I am. You said, yes, I understand this is important to you and let me go get that for you. That builds trust from that dominator to you that you understand that their sense of urgency is important. It's very clear with your boss if they're asking for a report to make sure that you ask the right questions to this dominator what type of format would you like it in? Would you like an overview summary sheet for it? When would you like this delivered to you? Make sure you understand because you don't want to disappoint. If the dominator says you can give it to me Friday, narrow it down. Friday morning, noon, afternoon, when would you like this, right? The more that you ask these questions, of course, in the future, you'll know how they want their information provided. You will, won't get upset that they didn't look at the whole report. They read the summary sheet. They may read it a week later and come up to you and say, I read the full report and I appreciate everything you did. But in that moment, all they needed was that piece of information they were looking for. So again, don't get upset. Don't get frustrated. That's the way you deal with a dominator. Now, profile number two is what I call the storyteller. A lot of times these individuals are salespeople. They like telling stories. They like communicating. Um, they're the ones who have to tell you about their weekend, tell you about their last night, or tell you the story. They, they never get directly to the point. There's always a story around it. Now, from a sales perspective, maybe they're the type of people that would turn around and tell you the story if they bought a car 
uh, and they're now changing out of the car, they might say, oh, well, we bought this car, but now we have two children and we need uh, a, a, a bigger car. And boy, this car was really great. We're telling the story. So how do we deal with storytellers? The key is let them talk. Now, once you have a storyteller, again, we don't want it to go on forever, but we don't want to cut them off. Let them talk. Let them tell their story. Let me tell you, uh, give you an example. I worked uh, a long time ago, I worked in a sales environment and I had two managers. One manager would come in and he was outgoing and positive and he was fantastic, had to tell me all about what he did. Now, there was another gentleman who came in and he didn't want to be bothered in the morning. Don't talk to that person in the morning. Let him get himself settled and then you could have a conversation. The key was, I treated both of them differently. I let the one person be silent for the half an hour. But the key was, if I didn't let that storyteller tell me about their day before or what happened last night, if I cut them off or said, I don't have time for this, they interpreted that as I wasn't happy with their performance. They now were out of sorts, so to speak, for the rest of the day until I went around and made sure that they felt better. But all it took was me listening for two minutes. And then I could find a way to say, that's phenomenal. Hey, I have to go do this. I want to hear the rest of this story later. Can't wait to hear it. They go, oh, no problem, Glenn. And off they went. They were happy. But understanding that they need to share that information with you, tell that story, it helps them frame their decision-making process. So it's really important when you have a storyteller, someone who's with you, who does that, that you don't cut them off. Now, notice if a storyteller and a dominator get together, it's probably not a good mix, <coughs> excuse me, because the dominator doesn't want to hear the story. Storyteller wants to tell the story. But if I, as a storyteller, understand that, I don't get frustrated when the dominator just says, I just want bottom line results, give it to me right here. On the flip side, if I'm the dominator and I know that the storyteller needs to tell me something or a little bit, well, then maybe I allow them to give me a little bit of the story just to make sure that they feel good about it and then they can go on and do their work. So again, if I'm a dominator and I understand this, it may not be natural to me. I may feel like, why do I have to do this? But you do to allow that storyteller to move on and be successful. So again, all of these things, when you understand these dynamics, it allows you to flex in and out to control communication, give each uh, person what they need in order to move forward. Now, the third group, and this is the largest group, probably 60% of the population is what I call the safe and structured. Those people, think about your team, you may be this person, drive the same way to work every day, show up at the same time, have pretty much the same lunch at the same time. They always walk in with their coffee. They are dependable. They follow the process. They, they don't want to disappoint you. And that's a key of safe and structured. They do not want to disappoint anyone. They don't want to step out of the boundaries. They are the ones that are going to follow the rules and make sure that they are uh, doing what they you need them to do. Now, from a sales perspective, that person might say, I need to be at this price point. You as a salesperson might think, well, oh, what's an extra $10, $15? To them, their brain is going, well, where am I going to get that $10 or $15? It's really important for you to understand that you cannot 
take that for granted. Now, in a team atmosphere in your office, if you know that you have a safe and structured person, right? How you deal with that person is you have to win them over as why you're making a change. They're Remember, they're very safe and structured. They're going to do what you want them to do. But if you just randomly say, hey, Glenn, I need you to move your desk from here to here without explaining it, they start spending the day going, why me? Why did I have to move? What's going on? Does this mean something's wrong? Did I, am I getting fired? And you may think, well, Glenn, that's really ridiculous. People don't think that way. They do. You need to make them understand why you're doing this. Everyone's doing it together, right? From a sales perspective, these individuals need to be told that everyone is doing this, or this is the top rated uh, vehicle. Lots of people are doing this because again, they're influenced by the crowd. They don't want to stand out from the crowd. They want to be part of the crowd. And it's important for you to understand that and respect that and not make changes without taking the time. Now, you as a dominator and safe and structure, those two people work very well because for a dominator, they just sit there and they do the work. But it's important for a dominator to understand that you can't just make changes. Maybe you have to enlist the storyteller to go over and have the storyteller explain to them why it's important and win them over and do that where the dominator thinks, I don't have time for this, they should just listen. But safe and structured, that is the key for dealing with safe and structured. Keep it very focused. If you're talking sales, what's their budget? Work within that budget. Make sure you're winning them over with the team is doing this. This is, is beneficial to everyone or that's a highly rated vehicle. It's a, you know, a lot of great reviews. That wins people over for change. Now, the last one is called the calculator. And what the calculator is, that's the individual that has understands everything. They're the ones that read the manuals. They know ins and outs of everything. The key with the calculator is they're a little like the dominator, but they're not, they, they want to go through everything. The key is they know more than you do probably. So don't try to BS them. <clears throat> don't try to win them over or fake something. If you're in sales, don't try to wing it. Say you don't know and you'll go get the information versus trying to wing it. That's dangerous to them. So you want to make sure that you respect the fact that they've done all of this work. They're probably the people who might come into your building with all printouts and they've done their research online. Again, dominators love calculators because they really go in and do the work. Again, they don't, dominators don't want to hear how I figured all of this out or see that whiteboard, but they respect that. So when we're dealing with these four different dynamics, again, dominator, dominator work pretty well. We understand that. Dominator, storyteller, you got to have a little give here. Storytellers have to understand dominators want to go right to the bottom line. Dominators have to understand storytellers need to talk a little bit. Dominators in safe and structured, pretty solid. But again, don't just randomly make changes. And dominators and calculators work very well as again. Um, Pretty much storyteller gets along with everyone. The, the danger is two storytellers buy together, right? Going on, they'll just keep talking. They need someone to finally put the foot down and say, okay, what are we going to do with this? Or else they'll just brainstorm or talk forever and nothing gets accomplished. It's really important that either a safe and structured person is there that says to them, hey, well, what are we going to do with this information? Or how do we do this? Safe and structured folks are looking for that process. So how do we do this? You got to stop the storytellers from going on and on and on. So again, just in summary, again, understanding these four uh, uh, personality or communication styles, 
understanding how the dominators work, the storytellers work, the safe instruction, the calculator. Once you understand who you are, and maybe you've already identified yourself just listening to this or already think about people in your office or who you interact with and say, oh, well, they're this and they're that and they're that to allow you to start thinking, oh, that's why I get frustrated with that person. Oh, that's why they keep talking. Oh, that's why they cut me off. Oh, that's why they look at the end of the report. It's not personal. It's just the way that they consume uh, communication, how they communicate. The more you understand, the more you can work together, give allowances, be more open to understanding each other, and hence communication works. And again, this is perfect for sales because once you understand who you're dealing with, then you can tailor your approach to make sure that you're connecting with that person. So again, Thomas, thank you so much for that uh, topic. Uh, this is a great example of uh, it, you know putting it into the comments down here, or if I'm out on Clubhouse and you see me and you say, Glenn, I'd love to talk about this topic, I will do it, or I'll bring in someone, we can have a conversation about that. Uh, please don't forget to subscribe to the channel, please share it out. The goal is to help those in charge of new projects, teams, or businesses, build skills to, to just accelerate their growth and also both personally and professionally accelerate their growth. So please share this out. Don't forget to review. The more reviews we get, the more channel will grow and we'll be able to help a lot more people. So as always, at the end of every episode, uh, I say uh, you're in charge, but now I've given you a few more tools to help you become more successful. Thank you so much for your attention. It means the world to me and I look forward to seeing you on the next episode.